Warning, Game State contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Game State live at Arizona Game Fair 2019. Yeah! You hear that applause? You hear it? You hear the crowd? Woo! Uh, yeah, so this is, uh, I'm Andrew. And I'm Charlie. I'm not here. That guy's Sam. Yeah, I'm some dude named Sam, I believe. What do you mean you're not here? You just check out? Yeah, no, I'm gone. I'm just out. Just donezo? Yeah. You just got here. You showed up an hour and a half ago. That's not true. What do you mean it's... We do a podcast. It usually starts (laughs) kind of how it goes right now, which is just arguing and bickering and not being on I've been here for three hours. Pretty much. Have you really? Eight o'clock. You're right. What time is it? It's 11. Good. That's how time works. (laughs) Uh, If you're here in the audience here at Arizona Game Fair, thank you very much. If you're not, uh, you could... Listen to us wherever you get your podcast. Simply search uh, Game State, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. Uh, and we will be there. Download our shows and listen to us and all that good stuff. We're going to do our best to stay on topic, although I keep looking in the crowd and it's just madness out there. It's like, just crazy imagine, people. Like, if Coachella crashed into like Bonnaroo and like yeah. country More Thunder. people keep coming in. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's great. We're going to fill this up. People just kind of. Yeah, so we'll just try to stay on topic, but... Uh, we don't upsell ourselves at all. So what do you say, Andrew? How so, we start this off? So we're not going to start with any news, just because there's not really a whole lot of news going on right now. And we just wing that usually anyway. So. Yeah. I mean, Adepticon is going on at the same time here as well. Uh, Adepticon? Adepticon is a miniatures-focused game. Games Workshop is probably going to do something, and we got to mention Games Workshop once every show anyway, so... Sure. I mean, I'm surprised you did it, not me. Obligatory miniatures... Yeah. Time. Talking, yeah, um, and then eventually we'll talk yeah. about Charlie getting into miniatures, and yeah. that'll happen. And it'll never yeah, happen. Cool. But so instead, I want to just jump right into games we've played. So first thing I played when I first showed up was Wingspan by Stone Mare. Mm. So Wingspan is, of course, his new hotness right now. The whole mechanic and gimmick of it mechanic. is mechanic. <laughs> And gimmick of it is you are building a tableau with an engine so you can then combo into scoring points in the forms of eggs, uh, food being stashed on your cards, um, or a few other end game victory conditions. So you're birds, not planes. You are... Unless planes lay eggs. Oh, wait. Are you actually the birds in the game, or are you, like, looking You're facilitating, at- like, a habitat, okay. I guess. Okay. So on your turn... Uh, you have four actions that you can do. You can play a bird card from your hand and pay its appropriate food resource or additional cost. Um, and then when you play it from your hand, it can go into one of three habitats, a forest, plains, or wetlands. Um, you can get food by pulling dice out of a dice tower, uh, which will give you just like worms, grubs, rodents, stuff like that. Um, you can lay eggs and you can draw more bird cards. And for the most part, that's it. In terms of core mechanic. Now, as you are playing and playing birds to these different habitats, you are changing the cost of the actions that you're going to be taking. So, for example, on the tableau, three rows for habitats, four columns for basic action on the far left, all the way to a very advanced action that's going to cost you a lot of resources to perform on the far right. You are currently unselling me on this game. Bear with me for half a second because it's going to get real fun. Okay. All right. So the engine works as you're playing birds to these different habitats because when you select one of the actions in one of the different habitats, you're then going to activate every single bird that you have played in that row. Okay? Got it. So, for example, let's say in the uh, wetlands area, I've got four birds covering up f- all four of my spaces, and I'm using the most powerful action there. To That's take that shocking. most powerful action, I have to spend eggs... From my birds, which there's mechanical, it's weird cannibalizing that I'll get to the eggs in a moment. But then you pay the bunch, you activate your bird, you activate your bird, you activate your bird, you activate your bird. So you're saying just the one that's furthest to the right 
activates all the ones further downstream to the left? Correct. Okay, and if you do something weak, then it's just there's that guy and maybe like one dude behind him. Exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. That sounds fun. That's cool. So it's all right. Cannibal birds. The engine building aspect of it, okay. it's okay. Where this game is shining is entirely in the production quality of everything about it. Okay. So every bird card is unique in the game. Not necessarily the action on the bird, but the bird itself, the details about the bird, where it's from, the name, obviously. The art, all unique. If I, if I recall, I've heard there's, it's kind of semi-educational in a sense, where you are learning about these birds. So on the bird cards, you have a whole bunch of information about the bird that ties into mechanics. First of all, you've got wingspan. Go figure, right? That is going to tie into scoring opportunities throughout the game or at the end. Um, you've got nest type. Where if you're in a tree, that's a nest type. If you're clustered on the ground, that's another type. And then if uh, you just kind of free roam or whatever, that's a whole other nest type. But it's actually for the bird, and it also has scoring opportunities. Even so much as to the number of eggs, on average, that a nest has limits the number of eggs that a bird can hold. And then at the very bottom, there's a little one-sentence blurb. And it's got a, a globe of the map, map of the globe. Map of the globe. Map of the globe. Globe of the map of the. Okay. <laughs> uh, where it's from, a little highlighted, and then a brief little one sentence description. All right. So and it's adorable. You and liked the... it, is what I'm hearing. No. <laughs> Wait, what? I hate so it. much buildup. Like... Did you not hear how he was unselling all of us on this game? I didn't like it because I felt that the gameplay was okay, but the shining star of it was the production, like just how they incorpor- incorporated the, the 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 actual facts of the animals into. The actual cards. So here's the thing, though. So the idea was strong. The game was not. Yes. Okay. For those That's in the fair. audience, though, I mean, listeners will probably already know this. Uh, Andrew doesn't like anything. Like, if, if you think Mm-mm. he's going to like the thing, it is the opposite of that. It's almost like a direct challenge. I don't know. It's, he I, like I tries to dislike things. I sometimes will go in saying, like, oh, I don't like this game. Like, just knowing that that might be the thing that turns you to liking it. I don't know. So, so I'm a contrarian? I, I think so. I I'm think, a board game I, hipster. I I, you absolutely. I mean, look at that beard. <laughs> look at your beard. We all have beards. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you oh, no. only got one because you want to match up with the rest of us. So I did, did want to be their bearded bros again. Hmm. So you didn't like it. I, I really want to play it. I mean, what, here's actually a question I want to know. Yep. Does it feel like a Stone Mare game? You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it does. It does mm-hmm. feel like it in their lineup of... Like, it, it feels like it belongs because it... it Stonemeyer's... I feel like their ethos is it's it's a simple... Or it's hard at first, but then it's very, very, very simple later on. Okay. And this definitely makes it so. Because the, the... It took us an hour <laughs> to figure out how to actually play the game. Um, and then after that... Is that the game's fault or your fault? It was a little bit of, like, everybody at the table, first day of the week, like, full seat of five. Hungover. Very hungover. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, after it took us the hour to get it set and sorted, we were done with the game in 45 minutes. That seems to be the MO. Yeah. uh, He makes gateway games for gamers, I would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what he's known for. I want to try it. So, one of the things that actually kind of upset me a little bit the most is the production quality was so over the top, it was a little distracting. Oh, you just wanted to play with, like, I just eggs. wanted to... What, okay, so the egg tokens are great. They are nice, right? The There's a birdhouse, which is a dice tower, which is where you're going to be pulling food from when you take the, the forest action, which will get you dice. That dice tower is the, the m- most worthless thing <laughs> yeah. I've ever met because it's shoddy, it's big, it's bulky. You're trying to shove a whole bunch of dice through a little small dice hole. And then it, the structure of it obstructs what's in the dice tray for people at certain positions around the table. Hmm. So you think they just did that to like kind of up the MSRP a little bit? Absolutely. Or, oh, okay. So wh- here's what you should have done. You should have had a nest or a birdhouse token, or bird tray, bird bath token. You roll the dice, then you put them on that token. When you remove them, or when you take a food, you just move the dice off. Hmm. Is how that should have been done. They've also partnered with game trays on this one as well. They did so with the first for My Little Scythe, which they knocked that out of the park in terms of production. The, the game's tray in this one is a plinth that you're going to be drawing bird cards from, or the top of the deck, and it is also just obstruction and it doesn't really make any sense but they have this super awesome partnership with this super awesome company and they're going to do whatever they want with it was this a we 
The fact that I can't remember our own review. Bring, play, <laughs> pass, or recommend, Charlie. <laughs> Bring, play, pass, or recommend. It's, it's so convoluted. What, which, what is this? Okay, so if How you... four words convoluted, Charlie? But they all, they're so similar. Why Do you want to bring the game? I, I want stars. I want thumbs or, I don't know, tomatoes. <laughs> Something to like, a little bit easier to... Anyways, what is it? Uh, so bring is if you bring the game to game night. Uh, pass means you'll pass if somebody suggests it. Um, play means you'll just play it if it's there. And if you recommend, it's kind of the flip-flop best of both worlds, where you may not think that it's for you, but you can understand that it's a good game. So like Munchkin, for example. We hate it. I hate it. I don't love it. He don't I love enjoy it. it. So for me, but I know who that game is for, and it's just not for me. So in that case, I would recommend it to okay. somebody. But Like I will recommend to new players to play... Sellers of Catan. Mm. I guess Catan now. But you I'm yourself. I'm done. I'm done. I don't need to play it again. So I, I get that. Okay. Yeah. So for me, uh, I think it would be a recommend. Because there are people that are going to have fun who are uh, getting into engine building sort of a games. And this is going to fulfill the need that Catan fulfills on, on giving them exposure to a mechanic. Wild. So <laughs> are, are we going to... Are we just going to kind of, in this show, talk a little bit about what we've played recently and then... Go I think it? so, yeah. Okay. I was an adult today. Yeah. Sam, go next. Yeah, go next. So go next. <laughs> I show up at eight. Um, and the first game I played was, I think it was a Dungeon Door, which they're demoing at Game Fair today. Um, and it's kind of uh, a card game version of D&D. It's simple. It's quick. You have your, your characters. You have each person's character. There's a Dungeon Master. Dungeon Master draws five cards. And he plays three face downs to doors. And then the party chooses which door they're going to open. It might be a monster. It might be treasure. It might be a trap. And then you have a d20 and a d6 for damage. You fight the monster, deal with the trap. Um, each character has an ultimate ability that they can use three times. Um, like I was a, a sorcerer, so I had a lightning bolt. The druid had a little animal companion that he could have go and hunt down other treasure for him. That's all we had because it was just me and the two designers playing. So I got here at eight. Unlike Andrew. Um, Don't at me. Or Charlie, who show up at, like, never. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was it was fun. It was quick. It was efficient. Um, it felt... It felt like stripped-down D&D, but it didn't feel... It was stripped down, but it wasn't naked. Wait, what was the um, name of this game again? It's called Dungeon Door. Dungeon Door. Wait, it's is this out game. right now? It's going on Kickstarter pretty soon. Okay, so this, soon, these guys yeah. are kind of like pimping it here at the show, yep. trying to get people to try it. How did you feel about it overall? It was fun. Um, I don't know if I would kickstart it. I'm debating. I might. It's it's small. It's quick. It would be like a good waiting for the rest of the group to show up for actual RPG night. Kind of sounds um, like Welcome to the Dungeon a little bit. Like, is- Kind of a little bit. Okay. A little bit, yeah. Same... Well, okay. Idea? Welcome, welcome to the dungeon is is goading. Is like, oh, I can do this with less gear than you. This was, yeah. This is you're trying to find the exit out, and the the way they balance that is there's I think ten exits available. So eventually, the DM will have to put down an exit, and you'll be able to get out. They'll run out of other stuff to throw at you. You're basically just trying to stay alive till you find the door, and then you can leave. Um, so I I recommend it if you're on the they were by the entrance. Um, if you walk into the main entrance into the game hall, they're kind of chilling there. Go check it out. It's like you, 10 minutes of your life. Who are not here at the show, that won't help you. Yeah, what's their, here, are they in but social? But you are here. Hey, if this you, is our first live show. Audience. I can talk to other people. True. <laughs> it's a thing I can do instead of just staring into your eyes. So I t- which is weird. It's not weird. It's nice. You're over there. Charlie's in the way. <laughs> just George Michael plays in my head when you do that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So I turned up at the tail end of that, and it looked pretty nice. Like, you had mentioned that it, it was a good prequel f- while waiting for people to show up to game night yeah. for, for RPG night. I think that it could also be integrated into your RPG. Like, there's a whole... So the stat cards are super duper simple, right? You got your AC, accuracy, strength, or whatever. Yep. And if you have a blank card of that, you could just convert your character into just a... throw them in. Into yeah. Dungeon Door, which I thought was really cool. Also, uh... It, it could be, like, how your characters get to know each other. It's like, oh, you guys do the whole wake up in a dungeon thing, and, like, you experience this whole thing together just immediately. And then immediately Wait, quit being an adventurer. in a dungeon? Have you never, you never heard of the plot hook called Amnesia? I, I, <laughs> or you've never had the sorcerer kidnaps you? Yeah. How did this ball gag get in my mouth? Like, how did, like <laughs> they just wake up in a dungeon? Okay, I mean, that is technically a dungeon, but not what we were talking about. Fair enough. My mind is wandering. I don't know. That um, might not be It looked all right. Did they say what the MSRP was going to be? 
You know, I would have asked that if I was intelligent. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be more than the MSRP after the Kickstarter. So, I mean, that that's true. So then I played a bunch of dexterity games while we yes. were waiting for Charlie to show up. Charlie, thanks for showing now. up, buddy. Um, so Wait, we played. I, I was the first one here. What are you talking about? We were here. We were in the oh, other hall playing eight. games. What were you doing? Being professional. You were doing. You were doing the business that you makes the show work. Answer my text. I like, hey, when are you guys going to be here? No response. We're going to dog on Charlie for the rest of the show. Yeah, pretty much. This, this is, is, all this is actually do. light dysfunction, I'd say, compared to most of our shows. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, we're focused. Like we're trying to like behave ourselves for the crowd. It's so, <laughs> Sam, you have played... So then we play, what was it, Breakdown or... What? Knockdown? Knockdown. Knockdown, which, Knockdown is which is a Milton Bradley game from 1988. And basically, take Jenga, make it just a wall, and give yourself this little power drill to like, knock the bricks out with. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. Play it like <laughs> once or twice. I, I want to play that. Move on with your life. It was fantastic. So the, the little blocks and stuff are like a neon clear transplastic sort of a deal. And this the the... Drill that it gives you is called the rammer hammer. Think like um yeah. like a a hammer drill like they use in NASCAR. Yeah, like a miniature like yeah. jackhammer even. Yeah, it was awesome. It was great. It was glorious. <laughs> it was glorious. We played it twice. We put it away. We enjoyed ourselves. Photographs exceptionally well. It does because it's super colorful. There's four colors. Mm-hmm. So there's four different colors of kind of like clear plastic bricks that are all stacked up, and you're knocking pieces out, piling them up on top like in Jenga. It's it looks good. Then we played Tokyo Highway. Yes, we did. Which I think it's probably the most real game we played. I don't know. Mars Open was pretty real. That was not a real game. <laughs> um, Tokyo Highway. So Tokyo Highway is another dexterity game because I was an adult and only played dexterity games so far today, except for Dungeon Door. Um, Tokyo Highway, you have a bunch of little cylinders that you stack on top of each other, and you have popsicle sticks that are your roads. And what you're doing is you, you start with a one-cylinder high, and you have to go up to two cylinders high. And then from there, you can go to three or back down to two or back down to one. And you get points by going over your opponent's roads or under your opponent's roads. There's also four, three, four buildings. Uh, depending on player count, there will be either zero for two players, three for three players, or four for four players. Okay. So there's variable buildings that you have to build around. and Which are just big, huge building blocks. Yeah, so we played with three people, and it's all trying to figure out if you can, if you want to like break away from your opponents so they can't build over you, trying to get high enough that you can go over your opponents, or trying to weasel your way back under. Um, if you knock over an opponent's uh, highway, you owe them part of your resources, and you have a finite selection of resources you can use to build. If you run out and your opponents aren't out, you just lose. Um, so your win condition is either be the last guy who has building materials left, or play all ten of your cards. And you could put a car on the road by building over a road that has nobody else over it or under a road with nobody else below it. So it's it's fun. It's kind of like 3D like 3D snake almost. Yes. Only instead of like destroying the roads you get points for going over them. So it's and it's like this really cool almost like pickup sticks looking highway network of just roads under over around. It was I mean just you describing it. I definitely want to see this game. It's fun. You know? The it's the gorgeous. box is yeah. also the box looks great, and then you open it up, and the box could have been, like, two-thirds of the size? Is this newer, or...? Ish. I think it came out last year, I think. Hmm. But, okay, so it was uh, published in America by a company. I forgot what it was. Um, but the Japanese edition, the original edition, was literally less than half the size of the American box. It's the same amount of components, same exact, literally everything. It's just... As expected. It's in fear. It's tiring at this point. It's tiring. Like, uh... There was a new Eagle Griffin game where um, oh, yeah, you little, break it down. <laughs> I have a little insight into that. You're talking about Escape Plan? I am. So, like, Escape Plan, the entire box, everything that comes in the gigantic Galaris Lisboa-sized box of Escape Plan fits in a quarter of that box. Okay. And that's a coffin box. Like, that's old Fantasy Since, Flight style, like, coffin box. Okay. On the outside, you know what? The chances of this actually going live are pretty small. So, I actually worked on that game. Did you? I worked on Escape Plan. Now, obviously, I didn't do the art. That was Eno Tool. Uh-huh. He's a genius. He's amazing. Every single thing he did in that game is probably, in my opinion, the most beautiful one he's done. Yeah. Um, the first thing, when we were doing like the production specs and figuring out what it needed to do, we were like, this ah, doesn't fit the box of a lot of his of the other Vital games. There's like, it's a lighter game than his other ones. There's not as much stuff. Mm-hmm. But, oh no, is that him? Okay, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but 
it would be weird to suddenly break up the series, right? To have a tall game in a different box. And you're like, we can't, we can't possibly. Just because it's part of... We can't no, 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 so, no. That doesn't make any sense. So, originally, it was designed to go in sort of the ticket to ride size box because we tested it out. We weighed it. We looked at everything. It's like, yeah, that's more than enough space for this. And we could probably sell it for a little bit less since it's a little bit but then the, lighter. The designer went, nine, nine, nine. Well, <laughs> I don't know exactly what happened. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I don't know exactly what happened later. Wait, nine? <laughs> He's thinking that Vital is German. No, all the angry Hitler reacts to things. Oh, you Can mean the meme from Hitler 2004? Out of one show? <laughs> no. Uh, <can't. laughs> Anyways, really I just that's, a little, that's a deep cut, guys. So enjoy it for what it is. So, so they they artificial. So they knew. See, this is why I hate. I knew <laughs> that it wasn't necessary. This is why companies that do this, and it seems to be like it's an American thing because every other edition of games across the pond are like two-thirds the size, and it doesn't make any sense. Like, I get the whole marketing aspect. Like, it's on the table. Like, your billboard is your box. But come on. I guess guess gamers, we've been conditioned to go up, and obviously I know, you know, Gate plans more. That but box like, oh, is giant. $50. It's $50. totally worth that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah fifty dollars. Yeah. That's a big box. Yeah, it's it's. We've been conditioned. Now on the other end of the fence, I think you guys would be surprised how much some of these things cost to make. Like, I mean, there's a lot of pieces in that game. Well, so sure, it was, it was expensive. It could it could still have probably sold at like sixty dollars. But the sale price is not what I'm concerned about. The sales price it could be in a box the size of a deck of cards. And if the quality warrants an $80 price tag, I'm okay with that. No. Uh, no. Okay. In the no. extreme example, right? Yes. In the insanely, insanely extreme example. Rather Dashing has a game called Four Taverns. Four Taverns is a deck of 54 cards. That box is 12 inches big. 12 by 12? 12. 12 inches square, 3 inches oh, deep. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Fantasy Flight has and their Fantasy Flight has the same sort of a deal. Like their deluxe expansions for for uh, Legend of the Five Rings is like two hundred cards. It comes in a box that holds a thousand cards. If you just stack it and you pack it full, it's infuriating and I hate it. What? Well, so let me ask you this, Rhino Hero. <laughs> so let, before you do that, let me ask you this. So I'm very clearly against it. You sure. have some leanings in the favor. Well, I just I, some, I not much. I, right. to an extent. Play play advocate here. Why is a larger box with ninety percent empty space better than things fitting snug? Okay, well, if we're gonna talk about snug, I like Tim Fowers games. Yeah. Use up I every hate their boxes. Are you kidding me? They well, use I up have... every possible inch. It's gorgeous. Yeah, well that becomes this really frustrating game in itself where I have to like perfectly Jenga in every single or not was it no uh Tetris in every single piece. I mean of other it. than Burgle Bros, all of his games are cards anyway, so it mm. fits. Even even hardback, if you don't exactly lay out those little pieces inside on top of the cards, it just becomes annoying. So I'm just saying okay, middle ground is what I'm saying here. So the Anger fest ends. I, guess. I don't like no. boxes with a lot of space. You're wrong. Oh, anyway. oh. oh, I mean, yeah, usually that's what I do. Um, no, if because you're paying for Chinese air at that point. <laughs> Yikes! You're true. Where are the games manufactured? Ninety percent of the time. Guess what's ninety percent of the box? Air. You open up. Good old whiff. Well, of, that's so they can, can hold more breath. water when the ship sinks. Um, <laughs> Just, no, I, I don't. I. It does bother me when games have a lot of empty space. I mean, it also for. bothers me when when they try to pack them in too tight. Like, I want a little bit of leeway. I don't want to have to do it perfectly, otherwise it won't fit. Like, Fireball Island, if you're not absolutely perfect, doesn't fit in the box. Yeah. But don't give me tons of space. Like, give me enough room that fits, that doesn't slide all over its box, but I don't have to be a goddamn genius to make it fit in there perfectly. I agree. <laughs> Charlie, you're my friend. Um, uh, Sam, we we played a few other dexterity. <laughs> we played games. Super Rhino Hero. Yeah, Epic Battle Edition. Or oh, wait, it's is called? this the one that's like the Avengers meets Rhino Hero? <laughs> yeah, Rhino I mean, Hero is Super kinda, Battle, sort of. So <laughs> Rhino Hero is it's put up by Haba. Haba, yeah, Haba. Okay, who are German? Yes, the stacking game. I yeah. think so. Okay, and it's a stacking game. You have little short buildings. You have little tall buildings. You have a hand of cards. You choose your card. Tells you what kind of buildings you have to use. Put down the building. Put the card on top. Then you're going to roll a die, see where your little wooden token goes. If you knock everything over, you lose. So it's it's pretty simple. Um, the 
in depth part starts being after you're like six turns in, then you have like the little tiles where like you have to use a short one and a tall one. You're like, well, I can't do that normally because it's be diagonal. But now there's stuff built, so you can put a short one up here, tall one here, and now we're level. And now you have all these interlocking, multi-level, crazy apartments going on with like monkeys hanging out the sides, <laughs> and you're trying to like get this little tiny monkey off from the inside levels here while you're dragging up to the top, and then put your guy on top there without destroying everything. So the original Rhino Hero was you were building a single apartment building. Uh, in a, a single row of cards. You had roof cards that had building spots. You had to put folded walls on and then build it up. Eventually, you would have to move a rhino up to the top. You knock it over, you lose. Whereas this one looks like you're building the slums of Rio. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It did. By the time we were done, there were the... Like the 12 floors. We'd split like every floor off three or four different ways. We should fire the the... Public works, like health and safety yeah, administrator was, or whatever. Okay. And then it, we lost because somebody else bumped the table. How does it That's stack depressing. up to regular Rhino? See, I don't I know. Liked I, he liked it better. Because hmm. there's more going on. There's more directions, more places to build off of. Because Rhino so, here on its own is just fun. But maybe it gets a little repetitive. if you. It gets it a little repetitive. So. And the Super Mega Ultra Battle Death Edition that we played, I don't know what it's <laughs> called. It, it just looked better. It did look better like, on the table. Um, the guy we played Tokyo Highway with, he watched us play a couple of rounds and walked away. Mm-hmm. And he came back and like turned six and was like, "Oh wow, that's that escalated really quickly." Mm-hmm. And it was, it was already chaos at that point. I don't. So I'm with I'm with Sam on on the f- sense that regular Rhino Hero can be repetitive to an extent because you're just building a single thing. You don't have any creative expression. Yeah, as a weird kind of go up. Yeah. As a weird like term of descriptor there, because you yeah right you just go up. But in this one, I didn't like it because I did like it. I think I like regular Super Rhino Hero more because it's more. Because you enjoy fun, right? Okay. No, because it's more um, tender. If that makes sense, like you. No, it doesn't. If you, if you, <laughs> you want to cup its head and. <laughs> Stroke its hair. No, in the sense that if you if you like breathe wrong or oh, you move your hand it's too way fast, to the over. whole tower is gonna go and go, you know, tits up, right? In Super Rhino Hero Super Battle Ultra Mega Death Edition, it's <laughs> super structural. So you are gonna get bigger and it's gonna be more interesting, but I think that's what the monkeys are for. It's like you have to end up like reaching into the mess to pull the monkeys back out. Because there's only four monkeys. And there's way more cards that require you to place a monkey. So if there's no monkeys left in the supply. You have to reach into the tangled mess of a building that you built, pull it out with destroying everything, and then go hang on the new one. And I think that's why they're there. It's because it is more structurally sound, but if you have to then dig into the mess, mm. you're, you're going to have a bad time. And also, for what it's worth, this is a kid's game. Oh, yeah. It's for like, Not just what, the kid's three game. To five? This is like a five-year-old's kid's game. Yeah. <laughs> like that I said, says a lot. I was an adult I mean, today. I love playing it. I mean, as yeah. an adult, it's maybe, maybe my, yeah, I might say it is like, my It's a dexterity game yeah. that doesn't feel like it's trying to be too big for its britches. It's mm-hmm. like you're gonna balance a card on a card. Have fun. And Check then we out, played guys. Mars Open, which was flick. Mars Open, okay. It's flick, more than just flicking. Balls. Oh, is this the one that's like golf a, on Mars? Yes. It's, it's, okay. Probably the worst game I played today. It, it was, was fun, but it's the worst game I played today. So Mars Open is a um, golfing game where you're the 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 course is their table. You've got different barriers that pop up, and like the box itself is the hole. And the golf balls are squares of paper with the corners folded in. So corners folded up, opposite corners folded down. And the way you deal with that is you can curve your shot. You can go for a pop fly. You can go for a a, a drive, all depending on where you flick on this square ball. And, like, the instruction book has little diagrams of where to flick to get the different shots and stuff. Like, if you want to go low and fast or if you want to go for the pop shots, it, it tells you where to flick it. So you don't have to be like, I think if I go here... Oh, well, that sucked. Yeah. And with it, um, you can get away with some really crazy stuff. Like, if you're really good at flicking these these squares, you can curve around, like, significantly so. Like, you can throw some mad slices. Like, curve balls. And- yeah. That's cool. It's cool. Now, that being said... It we, we sounds not cooler than it is. We could not do any of that. Uh, okay. No, we were just... We, we just were like, went over the obstacles because it was more efficient. Yeah. I feel like a lot of games nowadays, and I, you can't blame them, it's like the pitch is important. Yeah. it's like multiple the games you talk about, I'm like, I want to try that. The elevator pitch is gorgeous. Yeah. The, the All the art is super cute. It's very clean vector-like line stuff, very uh, monochromatic color palette. It's gorgeous. Just in execution, it's all right. 
I now Sam of all of the dexterity games that you've discussed before we go to break, which is your favorite? Rank them even. Okay, well, golf is at the bottom. Deal. Um, <laughs> then knockdown, second from the bottom. It was fun, but I mean, not for repetition. Yeah, I played it twice. Never need to play again in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last two are weird because Tokyo Highway is definitely the best of the games, mm-hmm. but I had more fun with Rhino Hero. So Rhino Hero is going to go on top. And the Tokyo Highway would be below it because it's a better game, but it wasn't as much fun. See, I think I like I think I like Tokyo Highway better than Rhino Hero Super Ultra Mega Death Battle 2.0, um, because it was more relaxed while still keeping tension. Like you weren't oh look at this crazy thing that I'm doing. Tweezers. Unless you try to use tweezers, because that game is very small. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's a more relaxed, like chilled experience. Where like oh, I'm going to think about my turn as opposed to I'm gonna do the thing. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just want to do the thing. That's fine. Yeah. All right, everybody. We will be right back uh, in just a moment. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Synchronized. (laughs) Did that help them at all? Uh, That that did not. No. We're back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to... Are we going to talk about the pictures now? We did a thing. Hey, there's pictures. There are a lot of photos. So people here in the audience... You can't hear see but you guys can see well yeah so here's what we did uh we scrambled to try to figure out how to fill an hour at doing a live podcast and have it be interesting for and people interesting let's be honest if you listen to a podcast you're probably at work or doing whatever your hobby yeah. is and listen in the background you're not coming to this just listen to talk about opinions for an hour so we thought what's better for a podcast than a game that relies entirely on visual pictures <laughs> yeah so huh. right yeah you nailed it but you know what Screw all you guys out in the radio audience. This is for the people in the meat space audience. We are going to play a the meat space, like audience? space. Meat space. The meat space. Meat space. Is that where Super Meat Boys. You ever heard of meat space? No. Meat space. I've heard of meat Oh, of course. How could I forget meat space? Of course. <laughs> Anyways, um, one of my favorite party games. I guess you'd call it a party game. Is, this is yes, party unusual game. suspects. It's basically the 21st century's uh, answer to guess who. It's Got some pretty mixed feelings. Is this only half a deck? No, it's only a couple cards. Uh, it's got some mixed. Oh, no. Yeah, whatever. You're reaching into the box. Uh, there are certain ones I wanted to pull out. Um, basically, it's a. Uh, where was I? 21st century version of I guess who. The whole premise of the game is a crime has been committed. Twelve suspects have been pulled in, and there is one person who's sort of kind of looking through that you know one way mirror who knows who the suspect is, but they can only give yes or no questions to the cops who are sort of interrogating. So they were lobotomized. Yes. They have some rare disease that allows them only to speak in binary. So um, normally the game comes with a bunch of cool illustrated cards that show different types of people, you know, young and old, male, female, rich, poor, you name it. But we thought, let's make Charlie scramble. Yeah, let's make Charlie's life (laughs) even harder. So yesterday... uh, Andrew ran around and took a bunch of wacky photos of people at the convention, um, put them in costumes, had them do weird faces and whatnot. The best part about this is, with the exception of one person, that these costumes that these people are wearing are just my clothes. <laughs> just what he normally wears, which does not surprise me in the slightest. There's I like Pikachu hat was Pikachu Alex. hats. No, that's mine, that dude. Yours? That's mine. Okay, that is my Pikachu hat. But so here's how we're gonna do this. Um, <laughs> good bang, good table bang. Oh, there you go. That's the bang. <laughs> Uh, we need a volunteer from the audience to be the person who is going to someone. I know I see all the hands just shooting up. Someone <laughs> in the audience needs to be this person. Oh, this guy. Yeah. Nice. All, all right. right. So why don't you? Uh, okay. Yeah. You know what to do. Okay. So what Brett's going to do is he's going to shuffle the cards. Let the guy draw one. Don't show that card to anyone else. You are the only person that can know who the actual person that committed the crime is. So based on the number on that card, you will know who it is. Set it down in front of you. Don't mix it in with that stacky just yet. Uh, the way this is going to work now is we are going to ask you questions, and based on appearance alone, you have to say only yes or no to these questions. Oh, this is going to be disastrous. I and love then it. we have to eliminate people until there's only one left, and we know that that is the person that committed the crime. So keep in mind. Not just what you think the yes or no is to these, is what you think we're going to get the most information off to uh, eliminate people. 
Um, and uh, my lovely wife is going to Vanna White this and flop these down, face down, once they get eliminated. Hopefully we don't lose on the first try, but I'll just go for it. Yeah, hopefully not, because otherwise my entire yesterday will be a waste. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just start over, whatever. Yeah, we, yeah. How we is that different from your normal life? Because I have something to show for it this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so we'll just jump right in. I'm going to start the deck off. I'm going to read right. the first question to you. Um, guys, don't comment until after he said yes or no, because we don't want to, like, cheat. And that guy did it. All right, so first question is, do they like modern art? Does the suspect like modern art? Yes. So the suspect likes modern art. Now, when you play this game, just a reminder to you, you haven't played the game before at all, right, Sam? No. Okay, so he's saying the suspect likes modern art. So yes, the best years. thing to do is eliminate people we for sure think don't like modern art. No. So you're pointing. He's pointing at number seven. He's got a Gilligan hat on, hair flopping out. The he's side got of the his. most beautiful head of hair I've ever seen on a man. I kind of thought Weird Al when I saw him. Like he, he at best likes postmodern. Okay, so it's got to be unanimous. <laughs> postmodern art. Yeah. I don't know. Modern art. I. It's got to be. <sighs> Okay, who for sure doesn't okay, like modern no, art? No, no, he probably likes 8-bit. 8-bit art? Yeah. For like, sure. Mm, number one, definitely not. He's got a balaclava going on there with like a jangly... But that's pretty like, down at the bottom. eclectic. I mean, I, I could see... No? Well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> number one, he's sort of squinting. He's got like a bandana on. It's like dangling. I don't know. I was going to say number 10. He seems like super nerd culture. He looks like he's not there. Modern art to me means like you actually go to like a MoMA, like a modern art museum, uh-huh. and are like, hmm, like stroking your, you know, goatee. I mean, and he has a, a beard. To stroke. He does have a goatee. He's got a to, neck to beard, stroke. but like I don't, it's, <laughs> I don't know if that's. <laughs> I think we can agree that Ten does not like modern art. Can we? I think that yes, yeah, Ten All definitely. Right, ten. He's like are a candy safe? kid. Safe. All right. Please Delightful. remove number 10. Uh, do we want to do another question? Because I'm not getting Oh, we lot. can keep going. That's we right. We can ask as many questions as we want as long as we don't go wrong. But the more questions that we ask, the worse our score is going to be, right? So you said no to modern art. They do not like modern art. Correct. They do no, they like do. modern art. Oh, okay. Yes. So I'm just going to put that face up to remember. Um, Quit banging the table, man. Oh, sorry. That's going to be audio. <laughs> Should we just go to the next question? I don't know. Number five. Uh, the gentleman in the owl luchador mask. <laughs> I don't think he likes modern art either. I think he likes... I think he just likes wrestling he too much. Very, he does seem very angry. Yeah. Okay. I'd, I'd be willing to go with that one. I'm all right with that. All right. Game Number five? five. We're good? Safe? Yeah. Okay. We could also do the hobo. We could do the hobo wrapped up in the Doctor Who scarf and mm. a, a Levi's no, jean jacket. No, I don't, I don't trust Number that. Number six. I mean, she seems like... Serial killery. What? Where are you getting that from? <laughs> she has clubs. We are, beef we somebody. Be, no, that's smiling. number four. No, you're looking at number six. Oh. Number six looks glasses? like she's wrapped up. She's she looks like she's homeless. She looks like she's a Doctor Who fan. I would look like <laughs> I was homeless if I wore that. You already look like you're homeless. I know. That literally is your scarf. I know. So it's like... <laughs> Both of them are my scarves. Oh, yikes. I do not agree you with reckon? that. You reckon? No dice? Okay, cool. Uh, so it's got to be unanimous, so no. What's um, your next question? All right, next question. Next, next question, question is, have they partied in Vegas? Think carefully. Yes, they have partied in Vegas. So who on this board has not partied in Vegas? Not partied in Vegas. I want to go back Uh, to number seven there just because I think that he would show up. He'd get kicked out. He'd show up to the rooftop tiki pool and like... He's wearing a Hunter S. Thompson hat though. Yeah. And literally that movie is about Hunter S. Thompson being in Vegas, doing drugs. And doing drugs and partying. And partying. (laughs) I mean, he has the face of like he's literally on something trying to figure out... I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going with seven personally. So, now I'm trying to so you think he's high in the Hunter photo? <laughs> you think that number seven showed up to the station? Wait, was this was a no? Yeah, this was a yes. No, he does party in Vegas. Yes, yes. party in Vegas. So, so you think seven showed up to the station, zonked out of his mind? Yes. All right, I dig it. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna play it safe. I think this guy does party in Vegas. Blind yeah. shirt. All right. Yeah. Does not. Eight definitely does because she's wearing the hangover glasses. Yep. Yes, eight is. I'm starting to think eight might be the suspect, but we'll see. Um, well, what about twelve? This guy parties at the Renaissance Fair, but he does. Vegas? He's in a he's in a full crushed purple velvet regalia. Yeah, he's posing. He's in Vegas like twenty years ago. 
I could see him as one of those guys in Vegas on the street that you try to get your picture taken with, maybe. But parties? No. I don't know. No, 12's out. You think 12? Well, going back to the modern art, though, does he like modern art? And he said yes. No, he's part of neoclassical. He said that yes. Neoclassical Renaissance era art is what he's he's a fan of. He doesn't discriminate. No, I end up saying, look, everybody's got their focus, right? So what are we thinking about 12? I said get rid of him. We're wasting our time, I think, on him. Do you think that he's not a partier in Vegas? I do not think no. that he is a Vegas partier. No. Same? You're right, safe. Cool. Delightful. All right. All right. Next question. Have Sam read it. Okay. Do it, Sam. Do their... All right. Do their children play catch in the backyard? Ooh, I like this one. <laughs> yes, their oh. children do. Okay, okay, so right away, maybe they have to be a little bit older. Have children. They got kids. So they have kids. So who seems just way too young to even have kids? Number six. But I know that she has a kid. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. These are characters. These are not real people, as far as we're they concerned. are characters. Yes. So yes, their kids play in the backyard. <laughs> not nine. Not nine. Well, you think she 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 refuses her children the ability okay. to have fun? No, she has like strictly mandated play dates. Like, look at that face. <laughs> Like, you will play with Billy. You're going to go play with Timmy today. You're going to go to bowling. She's judging the other parents' bowling. kids right now. Yeah. I can see it happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're not we're not definitely not doing nine. What? Okay, I'm actually thinking one. Do they like modern art? No, once I'm like, starting to think his kids are in the backyard like a bow and arrow or something. Well, hold on, look at this. So, <laughs> yikes! It's a Boy Scout. It's fine. <laughs> This game is being played now, by the way. I can see Sam getting into it. Um, Do it to it. But, okay, but does but would he like modern art and party in Vegas? No. That's why I think he might be a safe to, as a, as a personally, why I think he's safe to eliminate. You know, do you not think he meets all three of the criteria? I would agree. Does he have children? Whether or not they're his children is entirely oh, no. irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try to get rid of one. I, I, I'm all right with one. What do you say? Let's get him. Let's get him up. One. Safe. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think we can get more out of this, though. You reckon? For kids? Who else? Who else looks like maybe they don't have kids? Or even let's go to number three. Or if they don't there. have a backyard. Who let's, go to, like a backyard? let's go to number three, right? He's wearing the ear, big old ear floppy hats. He's got a rose in his teeth, and he's got two juggling pins. That's a dude who knows how to have fun, right? He's entertaining his kids. <laughs> he's like Paul Rudding in like Ant-Man 2. I, I could see that. Like, or he's just from The Hangover. <laughs> See that as well. <sighs> Not. I don't know. Doesn't okay. have kids. Doesn't have kids. Does seven look like a guy that has kids? Well, we were worried about him. Can we just go to the next question? I mean, I don't know. I kind of want to do one more. Can we get we, one we more? We get some this? audience feedback on three. What do you think? Should we a, go for yeah, another? Yeah. Should we chill it? You can't, person. Oh, hey, what's up? Uh, okay, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about number two? Or okay, no, no we no. were thinking number, number three. three. Yeah, number three. Gentleman with a rose in his mouth, hat, and two juggling so, pins. He so has he to would, like modern art. He has to have partied in Vegas, and his kids have to play catch in the backyard in order to be the suspect. What do you Anyone? Think? Everyone? Whoa! Ne- not all at once. <laughs> Hold on. It's inside probably inside playing, playing video, video games. games. Okay, that's fair. Who would who would anyone in the audience eliminate based on this question? Six or eleven? I still think that six is homeless, and I think eleven might be too young. In the woman in well, the Pikachu hat, no, he's right. But I don't that's see, right. If eleven I don't see might six be... partying in Vegas. Do they party in Vegas? Okay, you know, okay. no. Here's okay. here's what six's yeah. party is. Ready? Six's party is she invites all of her friends over and tries to sell them essential oils. <laughs> okay, so we're getting rid of six. Okay, I'm, I'm all right with that. What do you say? Six. Get rid of her. Final. Multi level marketing. All right. Yes. All right. Next question. Next question. Charlie. Yikes! Thank you, Vanna. Ooh, this one's similar to the other oh. one. It's, it's do they go specific. clubbing? Do they go clubbing? But Two what's the not. difference between clubbing? Okay, you can't say anything. We gotta let I'm gonna wait. Mm. No, they do not go clubbing. So they've partied in Vegas, but it's not a habit. So okay. people who don't go clubbing, I'm gonna say number eight looks. She definitely goes like clubbing. She goes clubbing. Definitely yeah. goes clubbing. I, yeah. I'm, I'm doing it right. Or racker. Yeah, eight's gone. Safe. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Other clubbers. Now, I don't want to read in this too much, but there's literally a woman holding clubs. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like. She's all dressed. She's dressed all in black, too. I don't know if you would interpret it that way, though. I hope our witness didn't. No, they don't go clubbing, the person. So who does go clubbing? What about number 
Well, 11, I could see like a rave. I don't know. You're... Yeah, she's Just got the... Of, like, I could see... She could be a candy kid. Right. What yeah, about seven, see. though? What about seven? He doesn't go clubbing. Unless he's a dealer. <laughs> I could, he does have the look of, about him. Um, well, he's a college house party guy. You're thinking no? Uh, he did like 11, though. I, I All also right, guys. Like what do you guys think about 11? We're thinking about getting rid of 11. All right. Safe. Okay. I, we're doing so good. We're doing good. <laughs> we're doing so much better than I thought I was going to. Or than we were going to. We're crowdsourcing. This is wow. actually working out pretty well. All right. We got a lot of minds on it. Just do another question, or should we... What was the last one? The last do they go clubbing? Do they clubbing? He said so the they club. Has... So they don't go clubbing, but they've partied in Vegas. Yeah, there's an one-off. Interesting though, that might they, be helpful. They had their adventure. Okay, this and is went where I'm wondering. If, this is where I'm wondering if maybe it is seven. Hunter S. Thompson boy with a hair. He ain't going clubbing in Vegas, but he definitely parties in Vegas. So what does he do in Vegas? Whatever's in that suitcase. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like. <laughs> I'm not certain that nine would go party in Vegas. She looks too reserved. Yeah. It's the you facial know? expression. Yeah. That's a big part of this game is like, I'm glad that you got like a lot of different facial expressions from these yes. people. Yes. That, that helps a lot. I don't know. I think we should just do another question. Yeah. All right. Fun. Another question. Do they do volunteer work? They don't. No, he did not seem sure, so we need to be very careful. Nine is definitely like a granola-like lady no, girl, right? No, don't. Yep. So she doesn't volunteer for shit. Does volunteer work? No, like, she. I would say she does. Like she volunteers so. to like recharge Mother Earth's core crystals no, or something. No, she's too. No, no. What about four? Two. You we think, didn't mention two think, at all. You think two does? Okay, well, okay, yeah, two okay. definitely right. definitely doesn't go clubbing. She seems shocked at something. Number two is wearing a Gandalf wizard's hat. Okay. You and an what? orange blouse. You're thinking two, audience, a little bit? I think, let's take a look at her. She's married. She's got a ring on her finger. For okay. sure. Yeah. So okay. she's, you know, she's, we didn't notice so that she before. She have children. So she might have kids. And play catch. She okay. has partied okay. in Vegas. Ooh, but she might have kids. That's right. Mm. Well, maybe that's how she got the kids. Did she party in Vegas? <laughs> what, what about four? What about four? Four. Juggling pins? All black? Do they do volunteer work? No. He said no. So could, sh- could four be a volunteer? So could four be someone who does do volunteer work? <laughs> volunteer maybe, juggling? Maybe she volunteers as a juggler at the local children's hospital. First, for, you got it. I think I four think, did it. I think two. <laughs> I think we can get rid of two. You think you can get rid of two? I don't know, audience. I know. I know. Brett's liking it, but uh, anyone else? Okay, so let's run them down. Parties so in Vegas. They like maybe. So they like modern art. I. So the person would like modern art. They have to party in Vegas. Mm-hmm. They have to party in Vegas. Kids will play catch in the backyard. Okay. They don't like clubbing. They don't like clubbing. And they don't do volunteer work. Don't do volunteer. Oh. That doesn't help me at all. That doesn't help me at all. <laughs> Reading either. all that out and looking at these pictures is not helping me. Right I now. think that I think we would be. Uh, so here's what I'm thinking. I think it's going to be a toss up between four juggling pin lady and nine jean jacket Doctor Who scarf as and as glasses. Who we eliminate or as who you think as possible is. suspects. As I think possible suspects. Interesting. So I think that we're That's good to seven. cut two. I think we can send them home with like their you day's jury pay. All right. Oh my gosh! It's got to be unanimous. I'll, but we have to pick one. Do we? We have to pick one. We can't yeah, just like can't go to the skip. next. You can't mm. skip. It's part of the rules. Oh, you guys think two? Two. All right. Two, two it is out. Safe. Okay. Oh. New question. New question. <laughs> Sam, do it. Sam, that okay. a good one. What do we got? Are they romantic? Interesting. Look at number three. Look what, at him. He's they, ready to swoon your pants yes? off right that now. Yes. That was a yes. Are they romantic? Number three yes. did All it. All right. Okay. Number I'm, three did it. I'm really thinking it's separate. Okay. So let's let's eliminate. Are they romantic? He so, could do modern art. I could see that. Yeah. I could see it. Seven's out. You think at this yeah, point? Yeah. Seven's gone. I, I'm. We well, hold check. on. Wait. Let's let's think about this. Right. Let's so I know. Never never go too fast. Parties in Vegas. His romance might be. Hey, babe. Okay. Does he like? I bought us both. <laughs> He, I could see him. I could see him liking modern art. I, I could. See, it's has he partied in Vegas? I could see him partying possibly. in Vegas. Absolutely. Possibly. Absolutely. Does the children play catch in the backyard? Only because the courts tell him that he has to. <laughs> I mean, he does seem kind of outdoorsy. I could see him being like, "Kids, go play catch," because I spend my money on drugs and can't afford an Xbox. Sure. Um, 
<laughs> but he doesn't go clubbing, which I could see. Yeah. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He's I mean. responsible. He did his partying back in the day. Do the volunteer work. I don't even, yeah. Because, again, he's required to by the courts. <laughs> but I don't think he's romantic. I'm okay with getting rid of him. Personally, I don't know. I'm okay with that as well. Seven. Oh, we have three left. Do we do we want to keep going on this one? Are they romantic? Okay, well let's let's just throw out the obvious. Nine looks, looks like pissed. She's like a black she's widow. She's got resting bitch face. Like I just <laughs> she even has the hair to be a black widow. She's mostly black, bit of red in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just yeah. saying she does not. I just don't think our dude would think that she's romantic. I think romantic. we can get rid of nine. What do you think? Are we getting rid of nine or three? Nine. We're thinking about nine. To get rid of. This is what we're thinking about. I'm okay with this. I don't think she has children, actually. Uh, all right, I'm doing it. Nine? Until this hits She's the- too focused on her career to have kids? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Safe? Okay. Oh, okay. we got a coin toss. All right, Should we, we go for left. it? Should hold we on, go for on. it? No, no, no. I think we should do one last question. Okay, so let's just okay. describe these last scoots. We have one dude. He's got, a fl- he's got a rose in his mouth. Okay, what's weird is they're both holding juggling clubs. If the next one is, do they like juggling? We're screwed. Like, <laughs> they're, uh, number three, he's got like a beanie on that, what, that one dude from the Oh, he's Firefly got a bow tie on, too. He's got a bow tie. He's looking funny and clownish. It's a clasp bow tie. It's not even a tie bow his tie. His romanticness is the flower. Uh, number four, she's got black hair. She's, you know, very for plain. Her, very plain. Smiling, though. It's our friend Jean Claire. We know her, but I'm going to pretend we don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that smile in, incites terror in small children, though. <laughs> it might just be the angle, but <laughs> if you put clown makeup put on her, makeup. All right, all right. Last question: We have to decide from here, and it is: Do they believe in alien abductions? Oh, you said yes. It's got to be three, it's right? Be three. So we're going to eliminate four. four. Eliminate four. Goodbye, four. We're eliminating four. Yeah. yeah! Not a second to spare. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for the first live show of Game Set 8 Arizona Game Fair. You guys have been great. We will see you guys next time. Don't play guys. Woo! Sorry about the son of a bitch.